Today on the Bourbon Bites Podcast, I'm finally reviewing Wild Turkey Long Branch, plus talking about a new video game that brings the multiverse to the arena. Hello everyone and welcome to the Bourbon Bites Podcast. I'm your host Clifton and today I'm visiting a whiskey that came out four years ago and you're probably wondering why. (laughs) Well, honestly, I realized that I've never done a review of Wild Turkey Long Branch. This came out as I was beginning a bit of my bourbon journey. I remember hearing some not so positive things about it and I think I ended up just avoiding it altogether. I had only tried it once ever, and it was at a um, whiskey event with a bunch of different distilleries. Uh, Wild Turkey was there. They had, you know, Russell's. They had Wild Turkey 101, um, as well as the Master's Keep of that year. And, of course, they had Long Branch there as well. And I will say I tried it and, you know, thought it was pretty okay. Uh, but that was compared to, you know, a more of their premium lineup. So today I thought I would revisit Wild Turkey Long Branch and see in 2022, does this whiskey hold up to its price point? Of course, I want to give a shout out to my friends at Campari that actually gave me this bottle for review. Um, I just recently connected with someone from the brand. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing more things with them um, through their other products as well. But I wanted to start with Wild Turkey Long Branch because, again, I've never spoken on this whiskey. I've never reviewed it on YouTube or the podcast. And I thought, you know, now's a great time. So if you're not familiar with Wild Turkey Long Branch, or even if you are and you just need a uh, reminder, this is a collaboration between Eddie Russell and Matthew McConaughey. Yes, you're heard that right, the actor works as their creative director at Wild Turkey. Um, And this is a collaboration where they take Wild Turkey bourbon and filter it through mesquite and oak charcoal filtering. So kind of similar to what we see in a lot of uh, Tennessee whiskeys. Wild Turkey says that they were inspired by McConaughey's Kentucky and Texas roots. And this kind of pays a tribute to both with the Texas mesquite and of course the Kentucky bourbon. By the way, this is the first time that Wild Turkey had released a product with a signature other than a master distiller on it. Um, So this one has both Eddie Russell's signature and Matthew McConaughey's signature. Like I said, this whiskey came out back in 2018. Um, I actually didn't realize that it had an eight-year age statement, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, I think I was just uh, just assumed that it was just, you know, a basic low-proof wild turkey. Um, But it sounds like there's a lot more going on here, and I'm really excited to get into it today. Now, it is low proof compared to, you know, like Wild Turkey 101 or Russell's Reserve. Uh, This one does come in at 43% ABV, so 86 proof, and is available for about $40. Um, And it's held that same price point since its release. So I think it's about time to get this baby poured. Now, I'll be honest, usually when I'm drinking Wild Turkey, I'm drinking, you know, Wild Turkey 101 or even some Russell's Reserve single barrels. I haven't had many of their lower proof um, bourbons. So it's really interesting to try this one, especially because it is, you know, eight year age dated. Wild Turkey doesn't really do much of that other than, you know, the Russell's line. Um, But nothing with the Wild Turkey name on it is age dated unless it's, you know, a special release. But with it being a collaboration with, you know, one of the most recognizable faces in Hollywood, I think it's actually pretty good that they did make it lower proof, mainly because I think this is targeted towards people that, you know, may have a bad reputation of wild turkey in general, just based on, you know, their past, you know, college experiences or whatever. Um, I think this is a nice reintroduction to the brand and who better to do it than McConaughey? (laughs) 
I was actually having a conversation about this with my patrons. I never grew up with wild turkey being seen as like, you know, a college drink. I think when I was in college, everyone was just drinking, you know, Jack and Coke or, you know, if they're doing any shots of whiskey, it'd be like Fireball or things like that. I never really had um, anyone drinking uh, straight <laughs> bourbon in my friend group, at least. But I will say this definitely um, goes against that image because this bottle, I didn't realize how beautiful the bottle was. It's really nice. It's got some nice engraved or embossed lettering on it um, that does say small. Small batch aged in American oak, expertly crafted. Um, the, of course, the Long Branch logo is very small on the front. It, it looks like a really nice um, bourbon to bring to, you know, maybe someone that might be new to whiskey. Let's go ahead and give this a nose. Oh yeah, classic wild turkey. I really am growing to love wild turkey. It's not one that I really drank much until recently, but I've been drinking more and more, you know, like Russell's Reserve or even Wild Turkey 101 Rye, I recently discovered is a fantastic rye whiskey. There's something about wild turkey that makes it so unique on the nose. And I think it's the way that the oak is expressing itself. It's not necessarily like the dark and richer oak um, as some distilleries are. To me, this is more of like a bright, like freshly cracked piece of oak. Not necessarily, you know, like new, like um, green oak, I would say about some whiskeys that are younger, but this one is like, it smells like a little bit of like wood shavings for maybe an older piece of wood. And with that, it has a really brilliant spicy kind of um, note to it as well. And the way that it layers on top of the oak really brings back these memories of like a really old, like vintage, uh, maybe like leather or an old book. It really has those vintage notes to it, even though this isn't a, you know, like dusty whiskey. It's, I mean, it's eight years old. It's a recent release. I'm really brought back to some of the more vintage bourbons I've had. So I can't wait to give this a taste. So let's go ahead and try it. Cheers. Oh, man. Yeah, it definitely the first impression is like, hey, what happened to my Wild Turkey 101? Why is it so mellow? Um, but again, this is, you know, maybe for a different audience for the Wild Turkey 101, which I am a huge fan of, by the way. Um, but this one, though, it's light. It has still all of that wood backbone, but it's still got some sweetness from the fact that this is a really nice quality wild turkey distillate. You know, you got that vanilla, the caramel, and I think it's really working with those spices, like maybe even a bit of like uh, nutmeg or something like cinnamon nutmeg spice that kind of complements the oak that I was getting earlier. I get it more on the palate than the nose. The nose, it was a bit more generic baking spices, but this one, it's really that like, you know, the nutmeg kind of like something you want to put over a nice, um, you know, like milk punch or eggnog or something like that. It's really, um, I guess I would say like Christmassy in a way. And I really like those spices. I know it's literally middle of May right now. Um, but again, I think this is a very good fall whiskey, fall and winter whiskey. But I will say I did try it in a lemonade earlier where I mixed some bourbon and some lemonade and it worked really well in that too. So maybe this is a year round wild turkey when you don't necessarily need the higher proof. <laughs> I really feel like this bourbon was made for someone that may have been turned off of wild turkey in the past, kind of like I said earlier, and really as a way to like gently bring them back to the brand. I mean, for me, when I'm looking for wild turkey, I want the bigger, bolder, you know, whether it's the, the Russell's Reserve single barrels or just the wild turkey 101, which is not age data, but I imagine it's a similar age, maybe a little bit younger because it is, you know, of course, a little bit cheaper. Um, but to me, I like the big, bold punch. But if you're someone that isn't really into that, or maybe you're new to whiskey, wild turkey long branch is a great intro into whiskey, especially if you're getting into sipping it neat. Because you are, you know, a step above the 80 proof. You're 86 proof. Um, there's a lot of really interesting flavors there. You do have an age statement. And it's, it's a really solid sipping bourbon. And I feel like the reason this gets all the hate is because, you know, that's from people that are wild turkey drinkers already. People that are drinking the 101s, the Russells, the Masters Keeps. And, you know, I don't think this product's for us. And I think we need to kind of realize that. Um, of course, we can say, you know, oh, I can get Wild Turkey 101 for, you know, like $22 down at the local liquor store. Sure, you can. But... 
Um, I, I guarantee you Wild Turkey 101 doesn't have as sexy of a bottle as this. This is definitely meant to impress. It definitely looks its price point. I think it looks like a higher end whiskey. It's definitely a lot smoother if we're going that route. Um, so no, I, I don't think this is for me, but do I think it's, you know, a great wild turkey product for people that don't love super high proof whiskeys like I do? Sure. I think it's really good. Now, can I say that the charcoal mellowing really impacted the flavor very much? Not necessarily. You know, I was hoping to find some of those mesquite notes. I've had some other whiskeys that are um, mesquite smoked. So I kind of looked for a little bit of that on this. Don't really get too much. I mean, maybe it's the way that it's impacting the spiciness. There might be a little bit of smokiness there on, you know, the mid palate, but overall I think it's just it just drinks like a good well-aged wild turkey just a little lower proof than we're used to and I mean how often do we actually see a celebrity whiskey that's decent and enjoyable I think that's rare a lot of times we see a celebrity just slap their name on a bottle and uh, put out some you know some crap <laughs> this time though we're putting out some well-aged wild turkey um, it does have something unique about it with the charcoal filtering, and uh, it's a pretty sexy bottle. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a win depending on uh, who you are and where you are in your bourbon journey. I'm looking forward to having it mixed with some more lemonade or even neat when I want something lighter to start my night with. Yeah, I, I'm glad I revisited it. I'm glad that I finally got a review of it out. Um, like I said, I've been hearing so much about this whiskey. haven't had the time to sit down with it, but I'm really enjoying it for what it is. Before I get into a bit of video game news, I do want to let you know that there are a few new labels on the TTB website for Broken Barrels limited release products. They have a label for the Rare Americana, the Finn Walker Second Sighting, and the Reckoner. Um, I see a lot of people are really excited about these. I'm hearing a lot of buzz about them. Um, if you are curious my thoughts on these three whiskeys, I actually tried them with the founder of Broken Barrel Whiskey Company over on YouTube. We did a live stream from the Infusory where they do their um, barrel finishing there. So definitely go to youtube.com slash bourbonbites and check that out if you are curious about these new releases. Um, I think they were kind of unannounced, sort of, um, but we got a little exclusive first look, as we typically do with my live streams and interviews, um, so definitely check that out. Lastly, I want to talk about a new video game coming out that was brought to my attention by our friend Zofer, Alfonso, whatever you want to call him, Alfredo. <laughs> he texted me about this um, upcoming video game that I think you guys would be so excited for, and I definitely am too. This one is called Multiverses. So inspired by, you know, the multiverse of everything going on right now, people love, multiverse is probably the most common, like, new word that's been said over the past couple years, but this one's called Multiverses. So it's an upcoming free-to-play crossover fighting game developed by Player First Games and published by Warner Brothers Interactive. So think of it as like a um, Super Smash Bros, but across several different universes of characters and, uh, uh, worlds, you know, multiverse, like literally it's a multiverse of Super Smash. <laughs> Even though Super Smash is kind of a multiverse, it's combining different games, wait till you hear about some of the characters in this game. Now there was a new leaked roster that shows quite a few of the characters you'll get to play as in this fighting game, and some of these I cannot wait to play. Um, probably the one I'm most excited for is Tom and Jerry. You actually can play as them as a duo. And if you check out the trailer, you get to see a lot of really cool um, classic animations, things we're very familiar with across the different genres of characters in this game. They really did make you feel like you are 
taking on those characters and they're acting as if you would expect them to. I know a lot of these, you know, Super Smash style games, you do have the characters, but you know, the voices aren't authentic, you know, the movements aren't really something they would do. This one though, it looks so good. Other characters that have kind of been leaked from this game, um, of course, are Batman, Bugs Bunny, Finn and Jake from Adventure Time, Harley Quinn, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Wonder Woman, Superman, and probably a whole lot more. Again, this was kind of like a leaked screenshot that came out. They, I mean, some of these were already featured in the trailer, um, but I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it too much. Um, but I will say there's there's a pretty pretty decent roster um, of characters, and I cannot wait to dive into it and see how they all play against each other. Like I mentioned, this is a free-to-play game. Um, now I imagine you probably can unlock other characters uh, with you know probably some downloadable content. I don't know for sure. Again, it's not quite public yet. There is an alpha that's coming out in about two days from the day I'm recording this. Um, so it might be out by the time this podcast is out. Definitely check that out. Just search Multiverses. I think it's on the Warner Brothers website um, where you can sign up for the private alpha. Um, I've signed up. I, I have not gotten my invitation yet, but I'm really, really excited to play this. I'll definitely be streaming it on Twitch um, once it comes out. I think a lot of people will be doing that as well. Um, not to say I'm going to be good at it. You know, with, with Super Smash Bros, I definitely am a, a bit of a button masher. I love, you know, just like not paying attention to any combos or anything, just running around smashing buttons. I typically lose, but I have a whole lot of fun losing. So <laughs> if y'all want to see that, check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash bourbonbites. Haven't been on there in quite a while, um, but this is one of the games that I will absolutely be streaming. So definitely make sure to follow me so you can keep up with when I stream that one. But I think that does it for this week's episode. A little bit of a shorter one. Um, like I mentioned on last week's podcast, the, these past couple weeks have been a bit crazy for me. Um, I appreciate y'all's patience. I know last week's podcast was a little late. This one I want to make sure is out on time. Um, but again, I just want to say thank you guys for reaching out and thank you guys for continuing to support and listen and tune into the live streams because seriously, y'all are keeping me sane during this uh, highly stressful uh, moment in my life. So thank you for, for sticking through it with me. But until next time, this has been the Bourbon Bites Podcast, a whiskey podcast with a gaming twist. Cheers, and I'll talk to you next episode.